I have been told since I was a kid to invite people to church, to vacation Bible school, to any type of church event. Invite, invite, invite. Should we invite people to church? Well, we're going to tackle that question now on this episode of the Chapin Baptist Student Podcast. I'm Kyle Hunsinger, and I'm glad to be here with you this afternoon as we tackle this question of, should we invite people to our church gatherings? Well, it's definitely something I've considered as I've looked into our text at um, Hebrews 12 today. And to start us off with, I, I want to share with you a story. So, or even just to share with you an example that leads into a story. Well, when I, a couple years ago, uh, when I went to my first concert, it was in the very, very back. I was in the nosebleed section almost. And just remember that experience being so limited, but just just being there, being there and getting to experience the concert was just a whole nother level of just awesome. I just really enjoyed it. But, you know, when you go to a concert, you know, sometimes you sit in the back, but then if you if you have enough money, you get to go up towards the middle and, and even that's even a different experience. And and getting to be around people and, and a different energy. And then and then if you have a more expensive ticket, you get to go to the front row. I mean, I've been to a front row of a concert. That is a whole nother level of fun, enjoyment, hearing the sound from the band and the artist. Wow. Just just an incredible experience. If you can ever be front row, it's it's an incredible experience. But then not too long ago, a couple years ago, I, I was going to go to a meet and greet for a artist to go meet this person and get to experience the concert afterwards. And that, that is a whole other level of experience, right? Because you're not sitting in the back. You're not sitting in a back row in the nosebleed section. You're not sitting in the middle. You're not sitting in the front row. All those experiences are great, but it's different now. Because now you've come into the space of the artist. I mean, you get to meet them. You get to, maybe you get to have uh, popcorn and drinks with them, or um, you get to have tea with them, or you get to talk to them, take a picture with them, and then you get to share that with all your friends and, and tell about your experience of that concert. But there's a ticket that has to be paid. There has to be a price that has to be paid in order for you to have that reality, to have that reality where you get to be in the presence of that artist. It's going to cost you something. And so what I think people don't realize is when we invite people to church, which to answer this question today, yes, we definitely should invite people to church. Absolutely invite people to church. I tell my students all the time, you know, next week, think about one friend that you want to take with you to student ministry for our student worship gathering. Always tell them that. Do, do it. But 
I also have to remind students, your friends, when you invite them, you got to realize what you're inviting them to. We're not inviting them to a concert. We're not inviting them to a social event. We're not inviting them just to have fun. The same goes for our Sunday morning worship. We're not inviting people just to hear good music. We're not inviting people just to merely hear great preaching. No, we're inviting people to worship. In fact, we as the kingdom of God, the church, are inviting people to a heavenly reality. See, that's what I realized through reading this text this week in, in Hebrews 12. There's this phrase that says, come to. Come to. And, and that's what the writer is telling them to do. He is saying, don't, you're not coming back to Mount Sinai. You're not coming back to the Old Covenant. You're not coming back with a fear and terror in the fact that you can't even get close to God or even have access to God. Your access was limited. But now because of Jesus, because of him being your mediator, by his blood, now you have a pathway, now you have access to come to a heavenly reality. So when we invite people to church, we need to get them or we need to have the mindset of, no, I'm inviting people to a reality of heaven because there is a gathering taking place. I mean, listen to this, what the writer's saying. He says, but you have come to Mount Zion. This is in verse 22. To the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. So the people of the Jews, when they thought of Mount Zion, they thought of the epitome of, of the place for God's people. King David was the one that took over that area, and, and, and it was the epitome of where God's people dwelled. But he's saying, no, 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 not a physical thing that you can touch, because you couldn't even touch the presence of God. You are in a reality of grace and relationship with the God of the universe, and you get to worship along, listen to this, innumerable angels in a festal gathering, and to the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven, that means the people of God whose names are written in the book of life, the people who are truly saved. And to the God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, even the ones that are from the past, past saints who ran the race with endurance, were invited in this relationship. We're invited to meet and greet in a very wondrous way, the creator of the universe, the creator of the universe, by worshiping him as a people who are gathered together, and we are worshiping. But check this out: angels worship the King. Those spirits who have gone to be with the Lord, that have been made perfect. Because of Christ, they are worshiping as we worship. So, so when we worship, we join the heavenly chorus. We join heaven, but we're not in heaven yet. 
That's that already not yet. We're already in that heavenly reality. We're coming to that heavenly reality when we worship. And so when you welcome someone to church and you invite them, remember that when you're inviting them. Remember that you're not just inviting them to have a good time. You're not just inviting them to just check out how cool your church is or how great it is or how awesome the music is. You're inviting them so that they can see a picture, very imperfect picture because we're not perfect, but a but a picture of what heaven will be like. But before people can really truly understand that, and before I really even could understand that, we have to come to the reality of the cross and the resurrection. See, the way we get to be invited, or better yet, to be a part of the gathering of believers, truly, that where we get to be enrolled in the universal church, believers saved by the grace of God, the way we are inviting that is we have to go to the cross and we have to go to the resurrection. In Matthew 27, 54, I was reading this in my quiet time today. It talks about the centurion when he saw that Jesus died on the cross and after he said, it is finished, it said, they along with the centurion, they were filled with awe. Truly, this was the son of God. That's what it says at the end of that verse. And then when some of the people came to the empty tomb, some of the disciples or some of the women that were there that came to the empty tomb. The angel said, he's not here. He is risen. This is from Matthew 28, 6 through 8. He says, as he has said, come to see the place where he lay. Look at the empty tomb. They go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he is going before you to Galilee and you will see him. See, I've told you. So they departed quickly from the tomb. And then listen to this with fear and great joy, and ran to tell his disciples. So no longer do we come to God in terror, afraid, not even wanting to hear his voice, because he's so powerful. We do come to a powerful God and know that he is all-powerful. We come to him because of Jesus, because of his blood. His blood speaks a better word as it talks about the end of verse 24 of chapter 12. His blood is the way to where we are able to go into that heavenly reality of being with God's people, truly with God's people. We come to the cross and we come to the resurrection and believe and trust in what Jesus has done for us so that we may be saved. So when I tell students to invite people to church, I say, invite them to hear the gospel first. Invite them to hear about the message of Jesus. Because the gathering of believers on Sunday morning is the gathering of believers worshiping God. And when other people come in and see, they need to see, man, there's something different about these people. There's something different about these students. This isn't like going to a party. This isn't like going to a concert. There's something, hmm, there's something heavenly about this. Yes, there is. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. There is something different and wondrous about a worship gathering when the body of Christ gets together. So here's my challenge to you. Parents, listen up. Are you inviting your friends and coworkers to that reality? See, the proof that you are in the heavenly reality of the people of God is that you will invite and call people to that reality. You will call them to the cross. You will call them to the resurrection. 
so that they may experience that heavenly reality now and then more fully forever. Students, are you including people as you welcome them? That's, that's one of the key things for any student or, or even a student leader. We, we have to have the mindset of the welcome to the wonder. We have to welcome people truly to the wonder of knowing who Jesus is and what he has done for us. And then the wonder is knowing that we worship a God who hears us, who speaks to us through his word. That's the reason why we come to sing to him and to worship. We come to sing along with other believers because we know we've been redeemed. And ultimately, we also know that we will be fully redeemed in the fact that we will be with him in heaven one day and worship him alongside many other thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of believers as we worship the King. Thank you for joining into the Chapin Baptist Student Podcast. I'm so thankful that you got to be with us today in our episode of the Chapin Baptist Student Podcast. Very thankful that you got to come in and be a part of what we're doing here. If you would like to learn more about what's going on at Chapin Baptist Student Ministry, you can go online to chapinbaptist.com and hear about more what's going on in our student ministry, go click on the student page. If you have any questions for me today, you can ask me and send me an email, kyle at chapinbaptist.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we are so thankful that you came in here to listen to us today and to hear about what it truly means to be part of that heavenly reality. I pray that you will live out that heavenly reality day as you go about your day. Thank you, and God bless.